0: Um, over the weekends of the 23rd and 24th of November this year, 60 emerging software developers, IT professionals, trainers, civil society organizations, students, and academics gathered at the, uh, com- at, at, at Ernst and Young's premises in Cape Town to see how they could use uh, tech, um, technology to tackle uh, gender based violence. Now, this was the first of four hackathons. Uh, take, the t- t- taking place in Cape Town and Johannesburg over a, a one year period as part of a, an initiative by the United States Embassy in South Africa called Hackathons for South Africa, Digital Solutions for Real World Challenges. Now, the teams participating had only 36 hours within which to devise innovations that would help fight the epidemic of, uh, of gender-based violence in our country. And as we know, w- w- you know, whether we, Whether we like it or not, we are an extremely violent society, and very much of our violence is directed at women and children. Um, And, you know, winning teams over that weekend, winning teams uh, were expected to walk away with uh, a 25,000 rand prize, along with access to Amazon Web Services services. and, and, and various other, uh, gifts, uh, valued at, uh, 15,000 was smartware. So to, tonight to, to, uh, to, to, to give us a bit more on this, uh, we are joined, uh, on the line by Thomas Nielle, um, who's a team leader at Smartware, an IT company based in Nyanga, uh, Nyanga East. Good evening, Thomas.
1: Good evening,
0: man. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm 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 very good. So, is it feetle uh, or nietle?
1: It's actually pizza.
0: Oh, Yeah,
1: I yeah, know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I
0: know. I'm doing good... <laughs> So, how are you? What are you doing this Sunday? This Saturday? This? Where are we? Friday night? Yeah. What Friday. are you doing? Because are you in the dark? Are you in the light? What's happening? You know? Uh, do we have load shedding where you are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have not
1: sherry, but at least we made some alternative preparations.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so we are working on alternative solutions here right now. So I'm currently working on some stuff. So at least I have managed to get something. Yeah, and so I'm currently busy. I've got the light. At least the good thing is that the lights are still on on my side.
0: Uh okay, bro. How can yeah. how can technology help us? Uh... Actually, just tell us a bit about the weekend uh, of the 23rd and 24th.
1: Yes, that was the interesting weekend that we had organized by the Silicon Cape and U.S. consulate. And apparently we were working on the solution, which most of us are familiar with, because I believe uh, gender-based violence is something that affects us directly and indirectly in the country of South Africa at large, mm-hmm. you see. So... When we got the opportunity to participate, we decided to apply because it's something that we have been working on in the research and we had that interesting hackathon. And throughout the hackathon, we had some mentors which were there, which were guiding on formulating the product and our research into making a social sense out of it, not just to make it some kind of a smart or an exclusive tech solution, but something that will actually change life and try to combat CBV at any stage where it can, you see. So that's how the hackathon was organized, and it was an interesting part. We were working with a group of team leaders and event organizers from the Silicon Cape, and also mentors were invited from various institutions which we were working with teams and Sunday we got a chance to present in the afternoon and apparently our team won.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, congratulations. Yeah, Yeah, so so, uh, Thomas, how can technology help us uh, prevent uh, gender-based violence? Uh, You know, uh, I'd like to say stop it, but how can it help us to prevent it at this point?
1: Yes, uh, I believe like we live in the world whereby technology is an essential, just like electricity. It's no longer a plug-in or an add-on or an extension into our life. It's an essential whereby we see technology all over around us, and in a way, we have to find a way that we can use it to improve our lives, depending depending on what is the modern current challenges that we are faced with i mean we are living in a world where people are no longer at home people are going to school people are migrating from rural areas to to metropolitan areas so you can just stay at home with your resources now that's where technology comes in handy and as it is like that you have to see how it can benefit your everyday lifestyle and still use it to challenge and overcome the challenges that you face both socially professionally and also personally, you see, so that is where creativity and innovation can come in on how we can use the exposure that is around us, the tools and the resources that are around us to build something that will contribute value and positiveness into our lives
0: yeah that you know it's, this sounds like it, we, we could make real progress here. I just want to uh, remind our listeners that uh, you know we have we're discussing how technology can help gender-based violence, and if you have any questions or you want to uh, take part in our discussion, you can call us at 021-446-0567 or send us a WhatsApp at 072-567-1567. Thomas, what is this pro- the product that you developed at the hackathon?
1: Yeah, at the hackathon, we developed a prototype. The prototype now, it was more back-end-based, whereby it is more like a prevention tool that will try to combat so it works in three stages, the prevention, two two of them are the prevention stage. So the value, are the first one, we call it a 20-year lifetime stage, whereby we want to help. You see, GBV is not only about giving tools to women, which are most victims, but giving tools to the society at large. So we believe at an early stage, we need to equip ourselves as a society as to what are the things that, what are the catalysts or what are the built-up emotions and conflicts that we go through. I mean, we have got the cultural stigma, we've got the religion stigma. That are the things that makes a certain gender, most of the time men, to feel like they have the right to be the dominative one you see in the environment. So we build it in a way that, one can equip themselves about the things which are regarded as offensive, such as language, such as verbal abuse, emotional, psychological abuse. That is the first part. We call it 20, 20, 20 years prevention, which we believe, we believe that if someone can use the tool from their childhood, from their age, we can teach the upcoming men not to be the people because they are being influenced by the society or anything that is negative. So this has
0: long, lo- long-term uh, benefits for the country then?
1: Yes, yeah, that is very long-term, and we target the young youth to actually use it. Even men, they can still use it. So it also works as a self-diagnosis tool because most of us are still nervous and reluctant to go and see psychologists. Uh, Why I grew up, you we were told that if yeah. you see a psychologist... Something is wrong with you upstairs.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, our communities are out like, So before we let you go, Thomas, you know this is a this is a really great uh, initiative, and and we wish you the all the best. But when is the next uh, when does the next uh, hackathon take place?
1: Uh, the next hackathon, we are still waiting on the confirmation date from Silicon Cape. But they are still working on logistics right now. they are confirming everything because they also want to touch on pressing issues, not just to make hackathons, they are just focusing on how they can make pressing issues you see
0: and you uh, produced an app you produced yeah, an app
1: yeah uh, it's it's, a, it's an app. Basically, it's a back-end app, it has got that equipment, it also has got a panic button where someone can dial that triple hash, it can send broadcast messages. You remember those broadcast messages that we used to receive in Mm -hmm. recent years? Yes, when you are passing through a high-danger zone, So basically, the app is the back-end. You just get access through dialing USSD codes. It can work both in smart phones and also in feature phones, but it doesn't use data or GPS. It doesn't use data connection. It uses normal network cells. So when someone does that, start refresh, it alerts your first responders as to... Where are you? What are your location? It refreshes. It sends them messages of your locations until you reach a point where you feel you are secure, and then it has got different ways of alerting. If you are using a smartphone, it activates the sense impactors, impact sensors, which can sense what is the activity that is going on. For example, it can be triggered by a violent act.
0: And wh- where can where can people get hold of this app? And 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 how can people get hold of you to 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 play part to participate and and benefit from this?
1: Uh, people can get hold of me uh, in my mobile phone number. I also use it for business.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: we are currently still in the developing stage, we're still in the early stage. Yeah. So we are doing a lot of consulting right now. But my email is available. It's philatv.fi.hl.atv. At gmail.com
0: okay
1: and my number is zero six seven two eight zero six two double eight
0: okay that's that sounds great this is a great service that you're doing and I wish you we wish you we all the best with this
1: oh thank you very much